Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Fourth Quarter Comeback Show. I am your host, Mr. Miles Duffy Miller. People, I have a special show planned for you tonight. In true Fourth Quarter Comeback um, mode, I am going to give you some dynamic principles tonight on how to go and possess your stuff. That's right, it's still time left in the year 2010. It's not over yet. 2011 is not quite here yet. There's still some things that you need to get your hands on before the year's up. So tonight I'm just going to give you a, a quick adrenaline shot of encouragement to give you the um, and empower you with the tools to go and get your stuff. But before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of His Spirit. People, again, I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, I want to do this. I want to... I'm going to take you to a couple inspirational songs, and then we'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Fourth Quarter Comeback Show with Miles W. Miller. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. not just this is not just a worship experience oh but the people of God are being empowered tonight oh like never oh thank you Jesus thank you Jesus come on lift up your hands church declaring again the people of God are being empowered tonight. Hallelujah. How many want his power tonight?
many really want it tonight like never? Hello, and we're back. People, that was Like Never Before by William Murphy. And, and again, I'm, I've got some more songs queued up here for you. I want to play just to set the tone for, for what Come we're on, going make tonight. a joyful noise in this house. Make a joyful noise. Come on, make a joyful noise.
Hello, and we're back. That was Glorious by Martha Manizzi. And people, I'm excited to be here with you. The fourth quarter comeback, you know, this is one of my uh, favorite times of year to inspire people to not give up, to not quit in their dreams. You know my motto and my mantra, don't ever give up, don't ever quit in your dreams. People, 2010 is coming to an end, but it's not over yet. There's still time left on the clock. There's still time left on the calendar. There's still days left on the calendar, might I say. And I want you to go into 2011 on fire. I don't want you to, to crawl into 2011. You've crawled into the years past, and now it's time to walk into a, a year and be dynamite, be be electrified. And tonight we're going to talk about you know, going and possessing your stuff. Tonight is the night that I give you uh, some key uh, tools to help you possess your stuff. See, there were some really key characters in uh in, in biblical times that we have been um we've been we've had the honor to study. And we're gonna talk about uh some we're gonna talk about a few generals of faith tonight and then we're gonna get show you the principles that they, they use and employed. And once you use and employ these same principles, you can expect to see some dynamite things happen in your life. But before we go further, I'm going to take you to one more song, and then we'll be right back. Look at somebody and say, my Redeemer! Yeah. 
And that was My Redeemer Liveth by the Clark Sisters. And I just wanted to just set the atmosphere, set the tone for where we're going tonight. I am just so excited about this. You you, got to hear me. I'm so excited about what's going to happen. I know that if you can just, just take in this whole show from beginning to end, and everything that I'm doing right now is is it's a weapon. I'm handing you tools to defeat anything that stands in your way of you being what you've been called to be, or or you receiving the things that you should have, or you living that lifestyle that you're supposed to live. I've been equipping you tonight with some weapons, some some dynamite weapons, some explosive weapons to remove anything that gets in your way. You know my motto. Again, I'll repeat this. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. There's a lot of things that have come out there to discourage you from living the life of your dreams. There's a lot of things that have come to to impede your progress. There are a lot of things that are coming, that have come just to utterly destroy you. But if you can hear my voice right now, I'm here to today to tell you that it's not over yet. It's not over yet. The game is not over. You're still alive. You you can hear my voice. You got an opportunity to actually do some dynamite stuff. Now, with that in mind, I want to let you know that I too have still a work in progress. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm transparent with you. You know that right by now. I'm very transparent with you. I believe in the principles that I I teach. I actually live the principles I teach. I, I I live by the things I tell you. So I'm not I'm not handing you something that I'm not doing myself. I'm my own guinea pig. So if I tell you about it, I'm trying to I've already tried it out on me first before you get it. So tonight, what I want you to take from this, the the title of tonight's show is It's Time to Possess Your Stuff. It's time for you to have what you're supposed to have. There are four individuals that I'm going to chronicle tonight. I'm going to show you principles that they executed in their lives uh, from from Scripture. Um, You have Jabez. Now we're very. Most of us are familiar with the prayer of Jabez, and the prayer of Jabez. Excuse me. The prayer of Jabez was a very simple prayer, and when it was prayed, you only first and foremost you only hear about Jabez in two scriptures in the entire Bible, two verses in the whole Bible. But the one thing you hear about him, and it says, and God heard him, God answered him. So we want to, I'm going to show you how to walk with that that audacity to, to believe and ask God for, for what many people think was the impossible. His name alone meant born in pain. His name technically was a curse. And he had caused and he had felt so much pain most of his life. No you know, nobody really understands the, the dynamics surrounding his life. He could have been, you know, born out of wedlock which would have been a, a disgrace at the time, which would have been one of the reasons why his mother would have given him such a name. Or he could have, his mother could have just been careless as she was giving birth and just named him anything because names are important. Names mean something. My name, uh, you know, I've done the study of my name. My name actually means warrior. And it now explains why I, I feel so adamant about, you know, putting things in order, why I, I'm willing to fight for what I believe is right. I'm willing to fight for you all to have the life of your dreams because I know without a shadow of a doubt that that's what I've been put here for. I've been put here to fight for you. I've been put here to to empower you, to to, to never give up and never quit, to keep moving forward. Then, you know, we, we look at David. David was a, a very courageous and bold individual, a person who, who was after God's own heart. Who operated these some these very same principles and went up against giants, went up against bears, went up against lions, and never lost a battle. Then you have people like Caleb and Jacob, excuse me, like Caleb and Joshua, who who operated in the the absolute belief that if God said we can do it, then we can do it. Let's stop hesitating. Let's go get what's ours now. Let's go up at once and possess it. That's what I'm trying to 
That's the spirit in which I'm operating tonight. I want you to have the audacity to believe that God has promised you something dynamic for 2010 that you're going to have to take into 2011. And I'm telling you tonight, surely you can go up at once and possess it. No matter if there's a lion up there, no matter if there's a bear up there, no matter if there's a Goliath up there. God has empowered you with his spirit to do great exploits because now Jesus is next to the Father. So there, there's there's nothing that we can't do. All things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible to him that believe. So I'm going to give you the weapons of warfare tonight because this, this is a war. Believe it or not, you're in the middle of a war, and you can't turn back now. I'm going to give you the tools to win the war. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you weapons of warfare. I'm going to give you five weapons that you can use tonight. And actually, let me take it back. I'm going to give you one weapon, and I'm going to give you five stones. I'm give you, I'm going to give you a slingshot tonight. How about that? But first and foremost, I'll give you the stones. I'll give you each of the stones first. Then I'll give you the slingshot. How about that? Great. So now we're on the same page. So the weapons of warfare um, that I'm going to give you, and now whenever I give you a list or anything like that, you know, in, in some of my research scripturally, understand it is not an exhaustive list. It is not an exhaustive list, but it's more of an inductive list. It's to induce you to to want to know more about, you know, the things that I'm teaching you about, the things I'm going to share with you tonight. I want you to look after this show is over. I want you to go do do your own research and find more things that you can use to empower yourself from from scripture. But I want to give you a few things. Tonight, I'm going to give you five stones for taking back your stuff. The first thing, the very, very first thing, and I talked about this last night on Twitter, the very, very first thing that you're going to have to have in order to get your stuff, you're going to have to have faith. You must have faith. Faith is a must. The Scripture tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. That's in Hebrews 11 and 6. Faith is the absolute assurance that what you believe will come to pass. The the reason why a lot of people fail, a lot of reason why a lot of people never get what it is they're supposed to have is because they just don't have the faith to get it. And faith is is so important. It unleashes so many different things on on the spirit realm. But when you don't have faith, when you when you lack when you operate in doubt versus operating in faith, you really sneeze and and you basically you spit in the face of God and say I don't believe you, and you call God a liar. But He's not a man that He can lie. You have to exercise your faith. See, faith without works is dead. Faith will require you to believe things that don't make logical sense to the to the senses. But when you operate in the spirit, you walk by faith and not by sight. You walk by the the Absolute assurance, the total assurance that what you believe will come to pass. That nothing can shake that, that that without any matter of any doubt, without any doubt, whatever it is you know is supposed to come to pass, it's going to come to pass. That would that is what faith is all about. That's what that is what the good fight of faith is all about. So in understanding that, in understanding that you must operate in faith. In order to make anything move, I'm going to tell you. That I'm going to take you to another um, to another step here. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It takes faith to create something that wasn't that hadn't existed before. It takes faith to bring something to pass that only you can see. It takes faith. That means unwavering belief, total assurance that what you believe will come to pass is going to come to pass, that you are going to see it manifest, that you are going to experience this this wonderful life. You know, on my championship standard of living shows, I, I take, the, uh, take you all through um, a visualization segment. And during that visualization um segment 
my goal is to get you to see your ideal life. And once you can see your ideal life, it just became possible. And with it becoming possible, it, it can ignite your faith to believe. Because all it takes is belief. If if thou can believe in all things are possible. If thou can believe in all things are possible. If you can believe, if you can just believe, all things become possible. That's what faith is all about. It's about that, that total assurance that what you believe will come to pass. And that is a necessary tool for anybody who is in in the route to possess what is rightfully theirs. You must have faith. The second thing, the second stone I'm going to hand you is praise. If you notice, the songs I played tonight were, were strategic songs. They were songs of praise. It was There were songs that caused Cause the the presence of God to come forth, and praise is so powerful that it can change the whole course of a war. It can change the whole course of a situation. It can change the whole course of anything you're dealing with. And here's why: because when you invoke the presence of God, the situation that you're in has to change. When, let me say it again. When you invoke the presence of God, the situation that you're in has to change. Because there's certain places that God's not going to be. So when God shows up, things have to change. Things things line up. Things have to get right. I'm going to uh, I'm going to read the scripture to you. There, this is one of my favorite scriptures because I, it lets me know just how powerful praising praising God really is. And this is from Second Chronicles 20. Verses 21 22, and this is a very familiar, um, very, very familiar um, scripture, but I want to read it to you now. And when he had consulted, this is uh, King Jehoshaphat, when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endure forever. And when they had begun to sing, and to praise the Lord set up ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. In other words, when this king, King Jehoshaphat, hearkened to the voice of God, he heard the voice of God and he submitted to it. He obeyed the voice of God. We we know that obedience is sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. When he obeyed the voice of God, he sent he trusted the voice of God and sent out praise singers before the army went out. When in doing so, guess what happened? The very thing they needed to have done, God took care of it for them. They went up. They were going up against an army of seven nations, uh, just an uh, insurmountable task for an average person. And by by praising God, God's presence came forth. And it says the Lord set up ambushments, or the, the Lord ambushed the enemy that had came against Judah. God wants to set up. Traps and, and and confuse your enemies. Praise is the weapon of choice to do such a thing. Second Samuel twenty two and four says, "I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I so shall I be saved from mine enemies." Like I said, we're in the middle of a war, and and these are mighty tools. These are mighty weapons to use. So, those are two stones. Here's a third stone: worship. Worship. Worship is honoring the Father by totally surrendering to his will and his way. It's not necessarily an outward expression, but it can be. Worship, I'm going to read the scripture for you. Uh, John, 4, John 4 and 24 says like this, God is a spirit. This is from the Amplified Bible. God is a spirit, a spiritual being. And those who worship him must worship him in Spirit and in truth. 
Okay. And those are two dynamic words right there, spirit and truth. Spirit is the essence of life. Spirit is the is the essence of life. Spirit is the essence of life. Let me say it again. Spirit is the essence of life. There there is no life in anything that doesn't have a spirit. I want you I want you to remember what I just said. There's no life in anything that doesn't have spirit behind it, have spirit in it. So spirit is the essence of life. Truth the truth is God's unadulterated and infallible principles. The truth is God's un, un, unadulterated and infallible principles. So, in other words, it is our responsibility to work when we come to God as a worshiper to worship Him, to honor Him with the essence of our life, and also by submitting to his unadulterated and unfallible principles. Those things that people call universal laws, really what they're saying is is God's un, unadulterated and infallible principles. That means they never fail. That means that, that means not nine times out of ten will they work, but ten times out of ten, those principles are going to work. They're going to come to they're going to get results. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is a lifestyle. And that is a lifestyle that changes the climate of any environment that you're in. That when you walk into the room, people know you're there. You don't have to always, you know, be outwardly praising, but your lifestyle can be can be an honor to God. It, it allows your light to shine wherever you go. And you notice that you'll, you'll start noticing that you're walking in, you're walking in favor, or things just just happen for your to your advantage all the time. Things will start working out for you, and you don't understand why. And you don't have to always understand why, but worship, worshiping God, honoring God in spirit and in truth, honor Him, honoring honoring God with the essence of your life, and submitting to His unadulterated and infallible principles. It creates a such a such a dynamic that you're never out of anything. That's this is this is all fourth quarter comeback stuff. This is all how to how to mount the comeback. This is all about how to go up and get your stuff at once. These are principles that work. Let me tell you, they work. They work well. So you have faith, you have praise, you have worship. The fourth thing is what's coming out of your mouth. Just spoken word. Words manifest after the spirit that creates them. Words manifest after the spirit that creates them. Words manifest after the spirit that creates them. So what am I saying? I'm saying this. Proverbs 18 and 21 tells that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. In other words, the, the power that your mouth has the power to either tear things down or build things up. And whatever, whichever one you choose, you're going to see the fruits of it. So in other words, if you want to see great things happen in your life, start speaking great things out. Never accept the enemy's assignment to start complaining. See, one thing about complaining is it is an absolute poor use of your power, of the power of your tongue. It is an absolute poor, let me, let me repeat that, it is an absolute poor use of the power of your tongue. Everything that comes out of your mouth should be building things the way you want them built. It should be creating creating your life the way you want it. So if the situation is bad right now, speak to the situation. Tell it what it's supposed to be. Again, it's time to go and possess your stuff. So don't re- reiterate what the enemy has been saying, that you know, you'll never have it. You're too old. You're too black. You're too big. You're too tall. You're too skinny. No, no, you don't repeat that. What you start saying is... Words of, of power, words of empowerment. I know that I deserve my ideal life. I know that ideal, the life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. P- words of power. 
Complaining is the absolute worst thing you can do with your tongue. It's the worst thing you can do. Complaining, talking about people, those are the type of things that will, will keep you far, far away from the life of your dreams. The word also goes on to tell us that, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. In other words, we know in that, that in that particular scripture that uh, it, the, the writer was talking about God and, and, and Jesus being the word, and it became flesh and dwelt among us. Your words are as powerful. Whenever you're speaking out of your mouth, it's going to it's going to manifest, whether you like it or not. So you need to take control of what's coming out of your mouth. And once you focus and harness that energy, you have created a weapon. That's a true weapon of mass destruction. Your mouth is a true weapon of mass destruction. It's either tearing stuff down or it's building stuff up. So you have to continue to focus your mouth. Can focus focus what's coming out of your mouth. Again, you how do you do that? Going back up to worship. You you excuse me, you honor the Father in spirit and in truth. Because God's a spirit. So in other words, you honor God with the essence of your life by submitting to his unadulterated and infallible principles. Which changes the whole course of your mind. And at that point you you're operating the mind of Christ. At that point, the words that come out of your mouth are going to align with the mindset. So now you're now you're operating in real power. You got faith. You're praising God. You're worshiping Him with your with your life, your lifestyle, and the words that are coming out of your mouth, which will manifest after the Spirit that creates them, are words of power. Here is the fifth stone I'm going to give you. Gratitude. Again, Thanksgiving opens up the door for continual flow of God's goodness. Have you just thinking about it like this? Anybody has has anybody ever have you done something for somebody and they didn't say thank you? How did it make you feel? Think I want you to think about that for a second. How did it make you feel when if somebody, you did something nice for somebody and they didn't even say thank you? Well, it would probably be hard for them to come to you again and get favor in your in your eyesight. Unless they corrected that mistake, how much easier is it to to operate in Thanksgiving and just say, you know what, I'm thankful for for what I do have. I'm thankful for what I do have, not worrying about what I don't have, not focusing on what's not, but I think I'm thankful for what I do have. And and those people who have the have enough courage and audacity to be thankful for what they do have, they always end up getting more. It's being a good steward over what you do have. If you can be, you know, trusted with little, if you can do well over little, then God can trust you with more, and you'll be blessed with more. Continually. 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 That's 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 the whole thing. It, and it, the, the, the more you do it, the better. You, the more you see the flow in your life. You'll start seeing a, a consistent flow. Thanksgiving opens a – and it puts you in a mindset. See, what's so wonderful about it is, is that it puts you in a mindset – to to look for the blessing in everything, even a, a really bad situation, you'll look you'll start looking for the blessing because you operate in continual gratitude towards God. And you and at that point, guess what? There's blessings everywhere. There are uh, blessings absolutely everywhere. Everywhere you turn, there's a blessing. But you have to tune your mind and receive it. It's just like listening to a radio station. If I wanted to listen to down here in Atlanta, uh, one of the radio stations, uh, V103. If I want to listen to the music that or whatever it is that V103 broadcasts, I have to tune to V103. And once I tune to that frequency on my radio, I can receive whatever's coming out of whatever they're sending out. Thanksgiving, gratitude is a is a frequency. It is a frequency that once you tune to it, it changes the whole makeup of where your mind is. It changes the whole dynamic of how you how you even operate. And one thing about it is this: everything I'm ha- I've handed you tonight, these 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 five stones I've handed you tonight, they're going to cost you to, to have them. And what am I saying? Everything's going to cost you. Every, don't don't think that you're going to get in this through this world without having having a cost with something. Everything costs something, whether it's time, whether it's money. Whether, whatever the case may be, everything has a cost associated with it. So knowledge is very costly, 
because if you only hold on to knowledge, it doesn't really do you any good. You 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 really increase when you apply knowledge. So you've been handed knowledge that that you can't really hold on to. You now you got to apply it, and once you apply it, the things you want to see, you're going to they're going to start manifesting quickly. So what I'm going to do is this: we got about 13 minutes left in the show. I'm going to take you to another inspirational song, and then we'll be right back. And I'm going to give you the slingshot. I'm going to actually give you the way to propel these weapons, to the way to really use these weapons powerfully when we come back here on the Fourth Quarter Comeback Show. first and you can still use it as a to to propel 
your to to actually go and get your stuff. That's the whole point of tonight. I want you to get your stuff. I want you, it's time to possess what's yours. It's time to have what's yours. It's time out for secondary living. It's time out for you know people you know talking about you because of what you're not or what you don't have. Yeah, God loves you and God wants you blessed and God wants you healed and God wants you whole. But it's time to live a totally a just wonderful life. Abund- there's nothing wrong with abundance, and it's not and there's nothing wrong with you enjoying your life. And that's what I want you to take from that. I want you to enjoy your life. So I'm going to hand you the actual slingshot to propel these stones into the forehead of the enemy. Guess what it is? Go ahead and guess. Oh, wait. No, I'm joking. (laughs) The one tool that propels any of these stones forward It comes from Mark 9 and 29, and it reads, And he said unto them, This kind comes forth nothing but by prayer and fasting. There it is. Prayer and fasting. There's a power that is released in your life, in the situation, that causes things, that causes breakthrough. Prayer and fasting is it's, it adds octane? Actually, fasting adds octane to your prayers. Fasting is the actual thing that will cause the breakthrough to happen quicker. And the reason why is that it takes your attention off of yourself. It takes your attention off of off of what you're going through, and it gets you to focus on God. When you're focused on God and you're operating in faith. Or when you focus on God and you're 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 praising Him, or when you you're focused on God and you worship Him, or you, when you focus on God and you're speaking His Word, or you focus on God and you're giving thanks unto Him, how much more powerful are those, are those individual things? So what I'm saying tonight is this: as you're going forward, as you're going forward, and this is something, this is a suggestion for me, to you, consider a fast. Ask God to to open the eyes of your heart. Consider a fast. Go, be, don't be afraid to go on a fast. I've I've done this several times over the course of my uh, my life. There have been th- been situations where I knew I was supposed to be in a, in a certain place, or I knew that my mind was a little fuzzy. To, you know, it wasn't clear. Fasting also gives you clarity. Consider going on a fast of of any length. Let God give you the fast that, that He will want for you, and once you got once you come into agreement with what God wants for you, go on a fast with expectation that something great is going to break loose for you. What I believe is this: I believe that a lot of people have been railroaded, misled, and this the things I've handed you tonight is going to break some stuff loose for you. It's going to absolutely break some stuff loose for you because. It's time to live that abundant life. It's time to live and not be worried about how you're going to pay the rent, not be worried about how you can pay the cardinal, not be worried about you know how you're going how you're going to do this, how you're going to do that. It's time to live. You have greater things to do than to be worried about how you're going to you know put food on the table. You got you. We're supposed to be blessed to be a blessing. You have you have much more uh, important things to be focused on than to be worried about a mortgage payment. Or to be worried about somebody being unfaithful to you, or to be worried about you know, you know your your safety. There's more more important things to be focused on. I totally believe in the things I've handed you tonight. I believe if you use them, you will see a breakthrough. You will see things break for you and on your favor. Like I said, 2010 is not over yet. It's far from over. In fact, we have about 45 days left. That's that's enough time to make some stuff happen. That's enough time to sign a couple million dollar contracts. That's enough time to move into your dream house. That's enough time to to meet the love of your life. It's 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 enough time. It's it's enough time to do some some great things. Don't give up. You know my motto. You know my mantra. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. You hear me say it a lot. Well, also I want you to know this: faith comes by hearing. So what you're hearing, you believe. 
So I say that a lot because I, I remind myself that it's, it's that important for me that I, I have to continue to press forward. I'm telling you, continue to press forward. Do, don't take your foot off the accelerator. Grab the slingshot. Take it, go on a fast. Operate your faith. Praise God throughout the, no matter what the situation looks like. Continue to worship him in spirit and in truth with the essence of your life and submitting to his unadulterated, un- infallible principles. Continue to speak powerful words. Continue to speak things that you want to see come to pass in your life. Continue to operate in gratitude. Because I'm telling you, these things right right here are going to absolutely, 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 absolutely cause something to break. Because now, listen to me, it is time for you to go up at once and possess your ideal life. The day of living second rate is over. The day of accepting second rate is over. The day of not being all you've been called to be is over. You have no, there's no excuse anymore because now you have the weapons. These, like I said, these are weapons of mass destruction, and they cause destruction for your enemy, and they will remove your enemy out the way just like a roadblock. This is just like blowing up a mountain. <laughs> I want you to really get this. This, this is important to me that you get this, and I really want to see you living an ideal, living your ideal life. Because, like I said, the, the, the days of living second rate are over. So on that note, I'm going to get out of here. I'm not going to hold you up any longer. I want you to listen to this podcast, send this podcast to your friends. Anybody you know who needs to hear this, let them, send it to them. Because this is, this is a labor of love that I do, and I enjoy doing what I do, and I want people empowered. I want people to actually experience success in every area of their lives, to, to live like a champion in every area of their lives. Because you were not put here to be at the bottom. You put here to be at the top. The head, not the tail. The first, not the last. The lender and not the borrower. You are supposed to be the light. You're supposed to be the salt of the earth. And that's what you're going to do. So I speak, I'm, I'm before, actually before I leave, I want to do this. I want to decree, I, in fact, I decree and declare right now for everybody who can hear my voice. I speak life into those things that God has given you. I speak life into those things that God has promised you. I speak life into those things that may be laying dormant right now. I speak life into those things that people may have told you that you could never have or that you could never do or that you can never possess. But they came from God. Those things that, that you were that you know in your spirit came from God. I speak life into them. I speak life into your mind to, to open your mind back up to receive all that God says is yours. I decree and declare that the, the life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. And from this point forward, from this point forward, receive all of your divine good free and unfettered. And on that note, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out and hearing this show tonight. I want to thank... Um, Special thanks to Bishop Wayne T. and Dr. Beverly Jackson, Pastor Ginaldo Lee and Co-Pastor Tiffany Lee, uh, Ms. Karen Donald in uh, Detroit, Michigan, who just came off of an absolutely phenomenal uh, event who I'm going to have on the show um, in the upcoming weeks. Um, each and every one of you who, who are listening to the show now, I want you to know I'm praying for you. I love you. Be blessed. Live the life of your dreams because the nightmare is not worth it. Nightmare is over. Your ideal life is what you deserve, and you should have it. So on that note, I'll, I'll talk to you later. God bless you. And remember my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit your dreams. God bless you.
do it.